Hello and welcome to my podcast. Welcome to Tarot Living with Manasa. I am Manasa and I use the tarot to support you on your journey. What in the heck does that mean? Well, that means that I work with the sacred text and sacred tools of the tarot deck and the oracle deck to support you on your path of creating and living your best life. Support you on your path to your journey of your highest self. And I do that several ways. One, which is through tarot and oracle readings. Secondly, through products like this, my podcast and my blog. I also have tarot courses and I have tarot products like my daily tarot text. A lot of people are afraid of the tarot for many reasons and I get it. And so one way to familiarize yourself with the tarot is to receive a daily text from me, which has one tarot card and a reading. And so that's one of the ways that I inspire, guide, and motivate people on their path. And then I do tarot group coaching and mentoring. And so what we're doing here today is my podcast. Welcome. And so today, let's talk about the tarot. What is the tarot exactly? And so we're going to use the traditional Rider Waite tarot deck, but most other tarot decks like uh, Spirit Song Tarot or Muse Tarot or um, it's going out of my mind, even though the tarot deck is right here in the house. Lightseer's Tarot are all based on the major, are, are all based on the Rider Waite tarot. And so let's talk about the tarot deck. So the tarot deck is made up of 78 cards. There are 22 major arcana and then 56 minor arcana. Hopefully that math was correct. And so what in the heck is an arcana? I told a friend, she's like, what does that mean? So an arcana is a mystery or secret knowledge. And so the tarot as a divination tool and as a connection to the divine is giving information that is not apparent to the eye, but it's mysterious, sacred, and divine. And it's through the images and the connection with this sacred tool, the tarot, that you're able to receive that information. And so the tarot deck of 78 cards is divided into two parts, the major arcana and the minor arcana. So the major arcana is like the journey to your true self. And this is hitting high aspects of your life, big decisions, big moves, big ways of acting. And then the minor arcana, which is sort of the treasure map to your true self. So how do you, you have these big events and then how did you get there? And that's through the four suits, which are swords, pentacles, cups, and wands. So the swords represent the air, your thinking, your thoughts, expansiveness. And so the air signs, which are Aquarius, Gemini, and Libra. Pentacles represent the earth signs, which is Virgo, like me, Capricorn, and Taurus. And this has to do with finances, has to do with being grounded, has to do with planning and producing expansion. And then let's see the cups, which represents your emotions and your feelings are connected with the water signs like Scorpio, Cancer, and Pisces. And then lastly, the wands, which represent actions or the way you move and groove in this world. And that represents the fire signs, which is Aries, Sagittarius, and 
what is the other fire sign? Oh, Leo, duh. And so, and so again, this is all interconnected. You say astrology, yeah, because in my opinion and in my life view, where everything is connected, we are all one. And so, uh, the sacred text of the of Judaism in the Old Testament says that nature itself is trying to speak to us. The heavens declare the glory of the divine. So it's all around us, but we have lost our connection. And so we are looking for ways to connect with that. And so that is what the tarot brings us. And so our emotions, the astrology, the connection with all around is what the tarot is all about. And so I thought today, let's talk about the major arcana, the 22 cards, which are look, looking at bigger life issues, bigger ways of being. You know, when I want to have a guide level reading, or I want to, so when you get a reading, it could be your higher self talking to you. It could be your angelic team talking to you. It could be, so that's your celestial team. It could be your ancestors talking to you. It could be your guides ascendant masters, or even uh, older energies wanting to talk to you. And oftentimes those powerful energies, that divine feminine, that divine masculine, your guides, your celestial team, if you're not using a, an angel oracle deck, uh, will talk to you through the major arcana. So if I want to have a guide level reading that I'm looking for major issues and bigger things, I will ask for a reading using only the major arcana. And so let's talk about this deck. And then I'll talk about some of the uh, the major arcana cards that scare people and some of my favorite cards in here. So this is the journey to the true self. And that's what we're all on. We're all on a journey to remember the awesome, divine, magical beings that we are, which we forgot. And the tarot and the oracle are a way to do that. And the major arcana is the roadmap or a way to get us to that magical place within. And when we connect with that magical place within, we're able then to transmute and bring that magic to the world outside. So let's first talk about the first 11 cards of the major arcana. And so it begins with card zero, which zero is a number, and that is the full card. Then card number one is the magician. Card number two is the high priestess card number three is the empress four the emperor five the hierophant six the lovers seven the chariot eight strength nine is the hermit ten is the will of fortune and eleven is justice now, I know you're saying, did, did you say the fool? Ain't nobody trying to be a fool. But again, these are sacred archetypes. And so the fool, which often you see is someone, whether it's in a traditional deck of the, of the person getting ready to walk off a cliff, the sun is behind them, they are got their backpack and they've got their little dog, or you'll, there's so many more images. But this is the fool in the time that this card was created and, and in its esoteric meaning is someone who is unjaded, someone who's willing to take a risk. That they're not gonna let other people's opinions and the opinions of the world, that they are taking a fresh step, going into the beyond, taking a step of faith, moving 
in their connection. And so this is that the sun at my back, the wind surrounding me, I'm taking very little. So when you look at this card, oftentimes the the fool is only carrying a few things. So they're not taking any baggage. This is about not taking your past baggage with you or even your current baggage. This is about taking that step of a new renewing and going forward. And so the fool begins the major arcana that the journey to our true selves begins by releasing the baggage and stepping in faith, wanting to create from a place of innocence. And so a lot of junk has happened to us, trauma and all those things. But to begin that journey to our real selves, we got to understand that the true you and the true me can never be hurt by those things. And I know it's easier to hear and harder to do, but that work of healing, that work of releasing, that work of renewal, and that work of letting go begins when you say, I release, let go, and I take the step in innocence, in hope, in faith. So then the next two cards, the first card, card number one being the magician and card number two being the high priestess is talking about the divine feminine and the divine masculine. And so the magician, which again, it gets tainted by uh, current views of someone who's doing sleight of hand and there's some mighty magician, so I'm not hating. But the magician card is the divine masculine. And this is about when you take a look at any magician card, they're going to have the pentacles, the cups, the swords, and the wands. This is saying that everything you need on this journey. So the divine masculine is about uh, doing the work, uh, planning, building. And so everything you need to do that, you have that. That is what the magician is saying. And the magician is pointing up with one hand and down with the other. This is connecting that heaven and earth. That as you move forward on this journey, use that connection of the divine with who you are as this magical spiritual being having a human experience. And then the limnisk is over, the limnisket is over the magician's head that you are an eternal being. I am an eternal being. We are an eternal being and we act from that place of eternity. The magician is followed in that journey is by the divine feminine, the high priestess. And this is about connecting to the feminine energy, man, female, non-binary, this isn't about that. This is about that energy of creation, that Shekinah, that Shakti energy, and being at one with that in a balanced way, that sacred, holy way that brings life, that brings joy, that creates, that is connected with the moon and the cycles. And this is that opportunity to move. And so then we come upon the empress and the emperor. Who is ruling our lives? Are we allowing things outside of ourselves or are we the rulers? We are the thinker of our thoughts, not our thoughts. And we are in control of our actions. Again, the emperor and the empress, that divine masculine imbalance. You can Google Shiva Shakti, that concept that Shiva, who is a Hindu divine energy, oftentimes presented as, as a man, but Shiva is really that combination of that Shiva Shakti, that yin yang, that male female, that hot cold in harmony. Because sometimes it could be 60, 40, 70, 30, 90, 10, but it's about that harmony and coming back to that balance more often of 50, 50. 
The next card is the Hierophant. So what are the rules of your life? What is sacred to you? What is holy to you? What connects you to your inner self? And that's what that card is about. So as you take that journey, moving in faith, knowing that you have everything that you need to create, to build upon in that divine feminine that you are, can bring to life, bring to birth, create, again, connect it with your um, intuition that creative aspect of yourself. And then again, that the emperor and empress in balance. And we come to the hierophant. Again, what matters to you? What are the rules of your life? How are you being? Who are you in this world? And then of course, the lovers, which of course has an angel on it. So what is it that you're inviting to your life? Do you love yourself? And then how do you love others? And so taking, making sure that you bring that love into your life from a divine way. Oftentimes on earthly way, love's got jacked up. I don't know how to say it in a nice way. I was in a, I was married and it was not very positive because I was jacked up and he was jacked up. I can't blame it all on him. Stuff happened in our childhoods and we bought that mess with us. And so you've got to, again, allow that divine healing, that divine aspects of whether you love someone of the same gender or a different gender, you love them all, right? As my friend Gabby and I were talking about that, everyone's basically a pansexual in a way. You can love everybody, but it begins by that divine love within and then drawing that passion, that fire, that oneness. To you. So then the chariot is about moving forward. So, so many of us get stagnated. We want to go in the back where, you know, go backwards. You know, and I said in um, a reading, in one of my readings that I did, that's on my YouTube channel, get that plug, <laughs> that there's a reason the rear view mirror is smaller than the windshield when you're driving a car because we're not going backwards. So that rear view mirror is for a quick glance to make sure people aren't walking behind you when you're trying to back out or to make sure like if you live in here in the South that those Camaros and those um, Mustangs that are driving at Mach 1 aren't coming up behind you when you're ready to change lanes, but that the windshield is biggest because we're moving forward got to be moving forward people. And that is how we get to our true self by moving forward with a purpose, with a plan. And often you'll see that on the um, chariot that they have a black sphinx and a white sphinx or a black horse and a white horse. And that's because what appears to be opposites, there's no duality. So everything, all things are working together to help us on our path. And then the next part is the strength. And again, it's that divine feminine with that passion, not controlling the passion, but transmuting the passion, transforming the passion and using that passion in that eight, that magical number. And she has the limnisket over her head again to remember on this journey that we are operating from a divine place, our wholeness, our oneness, and that we continue on this journey to remember that's true. We don't get distracted by the things around us, you know, uh, and I, I understand that it's hard to do and it's hard not to get distracted. And so I'm glad that you're here. Let me just say, I'm glad that you're here. And I'm so happy to be able to use this sacred text to, to be a part of your path. And that remembering that on this path to our true selves, we are divine. And if we connect to that divine, that holy, 
that's sacred, that's shown to us in nature, that's shown to us by the divine feminine, that's shown to us in this sacred text, we are headed on our right path. And then I like card nine in the major arcana, which is the hermit. This is something that other cultures do, but in Western world, we just want to work ourselves to death. And that's not good. That is not good. You know, part of the challenge with uh, COVID going on in, in this country, in the U.S., is that people go in there with comorbidities. So they're just dealing with COVID. They'd be in a great place, but they got high blood pressure and heart failure and all those things because we don't rest. So many of the Latin American countries have a siesta and a resting time. England and, and uh, England's former colonies, not counting the U.S. because we went off the deep end, uh, but have a tea time. It is so important on our journey to take the time to rest and reflect and relax. If you ever saw the movie, The Shining, but that concept with crazy Jack Nicholson scaring us all to death, but you know, all work and no play makes Johnny a dull boy and all work and no play makes you and I dull people. We are meant to rest. Look at the seasons, even nature in the winter chills out. (laughs) Play on words, chill out. But there is a truth to that, that there has to be a time for resting and reflecting. Can't just be go, 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 go. Even though you got everything you need from the magician and you're connecting and balancing and harmonizing that divine feminine and divine masculine, you're going forward. You got to chill. Got to rest. Got to relax. You got to refocus. You got to recharge. And then like the hermit, take that time to go within. And then when you come out, shine in your light renewed. So number 10 is the Wheel of Fortune. Okay, not the TV show, but the Wheel of Fortune is about luck moving in your way. And remembering that life goes in a cycle. So when you're up and then you get down, instead of getting all freaked out, remember, oh, if I'm down, I'm getting ready to go up again. You know, this is a cycle that life turns, that it's not day all the time. We have night. And we have not just summer all the time, which I wish, but we have fall, winter, spring, and summer. There are seasons. There are cycles. Even the moon goes from new to full. And so this is about allowing things to turn, not wanting everything to stay the same, but being open to the cycles and that knowing that uh, especially I think Jupiter rules the wheel of fortune, good luck is coming our way that there is always that good. You don't have any money in your account. Perfect. Because that means it's open to receive that you're, you know, this is about the flow. We're so busy. Want to control and keep things release and allow the wheel of fortune to bring you even more. And then card 11 is the justice card. And this is about things working out fairly and rightly. That in the end, or at the right time, justice will prevail, and justice does prevail. And so, again, that, that in, encourages us not to get in the victim mode, like bad stuff is always happening to me, or I'm, you know, justice will prevail. Let the cycle go, release that victim, release that wowsy, wowsy, woo, woo, and continue being the divine, majestic, mighty entity that you are in this cycle. Things will work out. All things are working together for our good. You know, I said that we're having a lot of storms and things here in the area that I live in. 
And storms clear out mess. Storms clear out stagnant energy. Storms make a way for the new. So even in chaos, there can still be justice. And justice is that divine right action. But that is connected to divine right thought and divine self-expression. And that is what these first uh, 12 cards of the tarot can give you. So what is my favorite card on here? That's hard to say because I just love the tarot, but I love the magician. That is one of my favorite cards. And I love it that uh, in the traditional writer way is presented in the divine masculine, but so many tarot decks like Lightseer tarot deck and others have that represented by the divine feminine. And that is that understanding that whether, however you present male, female, or non-binary, this is about something bigger than that, that divine feminine and that divine masculine energy, father, son, and mother sky, this combination of father, son, and mother earth, this balance and this harmony, and uh, and operating from that, the magician knowing that you got it, baby, that whatever you need, you have it, it's within, it may be buried, and if you can take that time to rest and reflect, renew, and connect, you've got it, it's all there, it's all within, and so I love to get the magician in a reading. I also love to get the wheel of fortune <laughs> because you know what? It's good to know that thing is, things are shifting in your favor that even if you say, well, no, I had to, I actually got a reading from, uh, from Gabby, who is someone that does readings for me. And I'm like, I've hit it. All the things I wanted to happen in my life. I got it. An amazing relationship. I live in a wonderful house. I got two cars in the garage. Uh, uh, what is the thing called? Closet full of clothes. Uh, my winter clothes are under the bed because here in Memphis or in Tennessee, they actually have winter. And so you can't wear the clothes all year round. They're the same clothes like when I grew up in Cali. And so, but this season, understanding that things go forward, there's down, there's up. And so it's all about this journey. So if I can have that divine eye, that the luck of Jupiter is on my path always. So keep moving forward. The things are looking gray. You know, gray skies are going to clear up. Put on a happy face. That that is the cycles. Good and good. You know, the uh, Bible talks about moving from glory to glory. And when you can get on that cycle, that I'm moving from good to greater good. So it may not look so good right now, but I know my greater good is coming. So I keep moving. I keep believing. And again, it takes me kind of back to the beginning card of this journey, the full moving forward in faith, not letting the junk and the muck and the mire and the dirt of this mass consciousness affect you. This is the time to be people of light. I uh, did a channeled message that's on my YouTube channel. I was so excited to be able to work with Vera Colcha. And this is from an Oracle deck, but that creator energy and have Pono Pono and the turquoise changing woman, that moon energy. So again, that sun and the moon, that, that light shining. And that remember that even in the darkest spot, there's still light and only takes a little bit of light to bring clarity. And so the fool again, walking forward in faith. So, of course, I thought I was going to get through the whole major arcana, and I don't know why, but I'm excited. So that means the next podcast, we will begin with 
the the last cards of the major arcana. We'll start with the hanged man. And I love this part of the deck coming up because it has the scary cards. It has the death card and the devil card and the tower card, often cards that make people feel nervous. But again, as we know, that part of our life are, is having change and, and dying. This is just like the winter, that time of death and releasing and letting go. And then change that the one constant, the one thing that doesn't change in our lives is that there's change. And so this is a beautiful set of cards that are coming up. I am so glad that you're here. I appreciate your patience in between. My computer was having some issues, but it's all good now. Thank you, beautiful laptop. And so I will see you again next week. And so I just want to invite you as we close this time together to take a deep breath in and exhale through your mouth. <sighs> Let's take a deep breath in and exhale through your mouth, <sighs> letting this information be integrated. If you want to know more about what I do, Tarot Living with Manasa, you can go to manasa.com. You can go to Tarot Living with Manasa on Instagram. I'm also on Tickety Talk. As Pinky Patel says, uh, sharing my life. And if you'd like to work with me on an individual basis, just send me an email or hit me up on Instagram. If you'd like to receive the daily tarot text, which is a way to connect with the sacred text on a daily basis. Again, the link is in my bio or I'll put it in here. Again, blessings. I'm so glad I was able to spend this time with all of you today. I love you. Goodbye.